Well, hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us for our next episode of Mixed Messages with Jeff Bogue. My name is Joe Caruso, and I'll be your host as we dig into today's topic. Well, from news sources to comedians, from advertisements and friends, it seems that everyone has an idea of how we should think and live and make decisions. And when even the experts sound convincing, but they disagree, how can we cut through the noise? And how do we sift through all the information overload and choose what governs our lives? Our leadership here at Grace has been processing these things and praying for all of us. And so we want to offer a resource to navigate some of the day's most pressing topics and questions. Jeff. Joe, he's here. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. It's uh, feeling that afternoon law, if I'm being honest. Joe, it's your prime time. It is my prime time. It is 4.15, and Joe Caruso is in his absolute prime time. It is prime. That's exactly. And it's cloudy and rainy outside, which makes it all feel better. Yeah, absolutely. Prime time, <laughs> that's when the sun's going down, you go to sleep, right? There you go. No. <laughs> I kind of wake awesome. up when the sun goes down. It's something about, especially when you have kids, the sun goes down, I... like kids are down, and you're like, now I need... Jeffy time. I need to watch some robot blow up some other robot. <laughs> yeah, my strongest hours are probably between 10 and 1 on both ends of the clock. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Every 12 hours, I right. have some prime time. Oh, man. Like, I could, that early, mo- or not early, that late morning slot, and then seriously, it's like I get a second wind at night sometimes, and I can't sleep even. If, I don't, if I don't go to bed at a... When I feel tired at night, if I don't go to bed, I have about 10 minutes, and then I catch my second wind, uh-huh. and that's when I'm dangerous. Yeah, that, I'm, I'll, I'll stay up all night. Like that just I, happened to me this weekend. Sunday night, I couldn't go to sleep until almost 3 o'clock. I think I had some late caffeine. I didn't think it was that late, but I struggled. Yeah, sleep. it's going to happen. Did yeah. you make a pizza, Joe? Did I make a pizza? Did you make a pizza? Make some cannolis? What did you do in the middle of the night? I tossed and turned and read and played a game and turned the TV on and read, and I just kept cycling the same things, and none of them were doing it. Nothing. No. Nothing. Well, I'm sorry. It's all right. Call me next time, and I will, with my smooth, relaxing voice, I will read scripture to you. What you'll end up telling me is like, Joe, I was actually asleep (laughs) this is the night (laughs) you called me. Yeah. Dimwit, what'd you call me for? (laughs) Oh, all right. Well, here we go. We're going to dive in here. Um, So a listener recently submitted this question and, you know, Jeff, we've talked before about how this has been something that's just been eating our lunch, I think, as a culture for a long time. Mm. But there is another round. Um, This person's going to be asking a little bit about the vaccine. And some of this is even spiking up again because um, just in the news this week, if you're listening to this in real time, uh, one of the vaccines was FDA approved. And so it's kind of getting a resurgence of mandates and all this kind of stuff. But that's kind of partly where this person's asking this question. They say this. I was wondering if we could discuss the division that COVID-19 has brought, specifically the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated. How are we to approach our daily life with each other and continue to live like Jesus and love each other despite our differences while at the same time being judged or attacked for our position on the vaccine? And I'll pause here in the middle of their question because that does seem to kind of go ping and pong. It's not just one side attacking the other. Yeah. Um, how are we able to stand firm in our belief or their conviction and yet continue to love each other and live side by side? Um, this is a great question, so I'm going to keep reading it. She says, sometimes when I feel weary of the division, I, I find myself wanting to give in to others' beliefs and just be peaceful with them and side with them, but then I risk turning away from my own belief to appease others. 
I would never feel like giving in to appease others when it comes to my faith. Deep in my soul, I feel that the decisions I have made for myself and my children are good for us. I trust in them. And when I've wavered, I didn't give in after all because I do feel that strong in my decisions. However, the unrest is breaking my heart. It's so hard to stand firm when the reason for the division isn't able to be discussed without fighting in anger. Thanks for addressing this question. So, Jeff, <laughs> help us out here. How do we how do we yeah. navigate these scenarios? It it is a uh, it's a tough one, and um, and I I honestly think the only way to navigate this is to get out of the vaccine. Do I take the vaccine? Do I not take the vaccine? Question. Mm-hmm and get into where is my heart with Christ and my relationship with God's people in our community. The, the vaccine question, some people are gonna look at the vaccine and say, uh, it's no big deal, you know, I get vaccinated for all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, just get it, what are you worried about? You're making a big deal out of it. Like that's, that's gonna be probably in some ways the majority of people. Then you're going to get to the the two groups that she's talking about, which is the uh, if you don't get the vaccine, you are being unloving group. Yep. And so uh, they're going to spiritualize that question and they're going to say um, it's hateful. It's unloving. You're not protecting other people. You you are walking around and you're the loaded gun kind of a thing because you're unvaccinated and that's the problem. So that's kind of the the one extreme. The other extreme is uh, there's something wrong with the vaccine. It's not been FDA approved. It got rushed. Everything from uh, it's bad for your body and it will do horrible things to your body to it's somehow tied to the mark of the beast Mm -hmm. at the end of time. And so those are the two extremes. Those two extremes, as they narrow and they get closer to each other, turn into um, either I'm just going to get the vaccine because I don't really care and it's not that big of a deal to me, and it and um, I don't want to get the vaccine because I want to wait to see how it plays out, and I really don't want my kids to have it because mm-hmm. there's just no um, history with it, right? So. If, if people are out on those two extremes, you hate me if you don't get the vaccine, um, the gov- it's a government conspiracy, don't ever get it. If you're out on those two extremes, I don't have much of anything to say like, <laughs> like that because the, the opinions are so high, the argument is so elevated. In my view, it can be a little irrational on both sides. And so that those two extremes, people are no longer looking to have a conversation. So when people are on extremes like that, um, I think the part of Scripture that probably plays in is where Jesus says, don't cast your pearls before, before swine. Hmm. I'm not calling anybody a pig. Mm-hmm. What he is saying is, is investing time and energy and effort into someone who absolutely does not want to hear what you have to say, and um, they have made up their mind, they're very vocal, and they're very accusatory. And that is on the left and the right. They're, they're kind of equally that way, and neither one of them would see that they're acting just like the other one. As those two extremes narrow, and now what you have is honest disagreements, right? 
um, my parents are aging and I really want them vaccinated. And so I got vaccinated. I want to get my kids vaccinated because we want to be around grandma and grandpa and we want to protect them. That's a honest response. Um, we really don't know what the long-term play of the vaccine is. And so my kids are 12, 14. I, I don't, I don't want, I feel like we're experimenting on them. Uh, and everybody in our family and in our circle is really of low risk. And so we don't have an aged parent, those kind of things. Those, that reasonable conversation between those reasonable people, that becomes a position of, um, uh, that you should investigate, that you should listen to each other, uh, you should hear like, well, how come you think what you think and why do you think what you think and, and uh, those kind of things. Um, that should be a, a godly interchange, a non-divisive interchange. You should have a curiosity on both sides of that. Like, oh, that's interesting that you think so differently than I do. And then I think it lands in the category biblically of like a, a Christian freedom. Hmm. Like I, it's not a moral right, moral wrong. I would disagree with that um, because I, I don't, we've never called other vaccinations moral rights and moral wrongs. So I, I think when we go down that route, we get really dangerous, really complicated, and uh, we open up doors that um, we want to be careful of. Well, the government says we need to be vaccinated. I'm like, well, what if the government said you can only have one child? Because that's what the that's what the Chinese government said. So be careful with that. The vaccine is horrible. I'm like, well, we don't think that about the measles or the polio vaccine. Or if I want to go on a missions trip, I got vaccinated for yellow fever. Like, so be careful. Like all vaccines are like careful with that. Those are extreme positions. Why do you have a concern? Why don't you have a concern? So I think there, I think it's more of a Christian liberty mm-hmm. conversation, and uh, and I think it needs to be interacted with that way. Yeah, that's really good. I I like how you are showing the outliers and then helping us understand what happens when we narrow in. And you bring up this idea of Christian liberties, Jeff. What what's a couple examples maybe of what that is, and then. What do we do with those freedoms that maybe we have in Christ? Because I think that's maybe a question a lot of our folks would have. Yeah, so the, probably the, the foundational passage for this is going to be like a Galatians 5. Um, and and uh, in Galatians 5, you're going to see uh, your, your Bible might be um, title it Life by the Spirit or something like that. But uh, 5.13, will start there. You, my brothers and sisters, are called to be free do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh, rather serve one another humbly in love. For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one commandment, love your neighbors yourself. If you bite and devour each other, watch out or you will destroy, be destroyed by each other. So I say walk by the Spirit, verse 16, and you will, you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contra- contrary to the Spirit, and the spirits was contrary to the flesh. 
They're in conflict with each other so that you do not do whatever you want. But if you're led by the Spirit, you do not live under the law. And then he goes on, he talks about the acts of the flesh, and then it winds up in the fruits of the Spirit. And so here and other places in Scripture, the apostles are going to teach us that there are certain things that are not moral rights or moral wrongs. There are certain things that we have to look at and say, uh, what is God leading me to do? And then as a as a fellow believer, I have to, at some point, I can question, I can talk, I can exhort, I can challenge, but I have to then look and say, if God's leading you to do that, that's what he's leading you to do, and, but he's leading me to do something different. So. A really, really clear example of this uh, that's super easy is um, how many children does God want you to have? One. (laughs) (laughs) Right? So you have one, I have six. Who's right? Mm Mm-hmm. It, 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 do I, would I look at you and say, you, the Bible says, go and, and procreate and fill the world. Mm-hmm. You can have more than one kid, Joe. Or, or would you look back at me and say, you're supposed to disciple your children. How in the world are you going to disciple six kids, Jeff? Mm-hmm. So we, we, can, we can become accusatory or we could talk about that. We could think about that. We could, cert- we could ask each other's counsel on that. And you could come to an honest conclusion that you and Mandy are at peace with. And Heidi and I could come to an honest conclusion that Heidi and I are at peace with. Neither one of us are trying to be self-serving uh, or selfish, but we were led by the Spirit to a different conclusion. Who's wrong? And the answer is nobody is, mm-hmm. right? And so I think, and this, is, of course, is with Christ followers, right? So I think when you get out of those extremes, whenever somebody is accusing somebody else and that is their starting position, you should dial that person out. Uh, they, they, are, they are a clanging gong, uh, a clanging symbol. They're, they're, they're accomplishing nothing because there's no love involved in what they're doing. So I'm not even like, because I get the extremes from both sides, yep. which is a blast, by the <laughs> way. It's one of my favorite things ever. Um, and I'm like, I, I'm not even considering what what you guys are screaming at me because you're not even being open-minded. So we're talking about when that narrows in. And I think that when it comes to medical issues, uh, vaccines, surgeries, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, I think when you look at medical issues and say, uh, I have a freedom in Christ to decide something for me and my family that you are not that you don't decide for you and your family. And I know the argument is, well, if you don't get the vaccine, you make other people sick. Well, if you have more kids than you think you should have, that's also a tax on the system. Um, if you don't get the, uh, if you uh, are uh, overweight and out of shape and you don't work out the way I think you should work out, now suddenly that's a tax on the healthcare system. Mm-hmm. Heart issues, cancer, diabetes. And, and that's what I'm saying, like, wh- where is that gonna go? Uh, if you work out every day and you're super ripped, well, how do I know you're not making your body an idol and you're just in how you look? Because, and, and by the way, uh, knee replacements and, and shoulder surgeries aren't cheap either. And that that's where I'm like, man, that you start down a path where 
a person can't have a relationship with Christ. If you say, well, the government said, I'm like, the government says a whole lot of things that you don't agree with. Or if we said, um, I'm going to ignore all the science. I'm like, well, we don't, you ignore all the science and everything in your life. I mean, I don't think, and that's where those honest conversations, we challenge one another, we exhort one another, we, we speak love and truth to each other. And then two believers often have to go and make their own decisions before the Lord. Yeah. That's really good. Now, Jeff, I, <laughs> you mentioned how an accuser, we should kind of start to look toward ignoring them. They're, they're a gong. And part of that is because, um, at least characteristically, that, that's, an, that's an evil vantage point to be in as the accuser, which is actually what the word Satan would mean. I'm not saying that person's an agent of Satan or something, but that's not a characteristic we want to find ourselves in regularly. But Jeff, that could be easy if this is a Facebook person. That can be easy if this is, um, you know, just the news outlets. This could even be easy if it's a, a, an extended coworker. Maybe it's the parent of a kid at uh, your kid's school. What if this is like mom or like your brother or yeah. like, and suddenly you're like, are you asking me to just shut my mom out? Like, how do we navigate some of these relationships where it's really close? So I'm not asking you to shut your mom out, but I might be asking you to change the subject. Mm. You know, I, I know, and even in my own family, that uh, you know, we're different people. I, I always joke around that siblings don't live together for their lifetime for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I might disagree with, I have a brother and two sisters. We disagree on all kinds of things. And we just don't, we don't live together. Uh, we love each other very, very deeply. Um, and I kind of like, yeah, we don't talk about that. It's not that important. We both know where we stand already. My love for you is more important than resolving this relationship. Now, where where this gets hard, and I, I want to acknowledge it, is when somebody's saying, I feel unsafe around you. Um, if you loved me, you would do this for me. And, and I would, I would lean back in and I would say, um, I should not ask someone to do something that violates their conscience or makes them feel unsafe so that I feel safe. Right. And that's, what's hard about this. If you're, if you're a reasonable person mm-hmm. who has, who is pro vaccine and you're reasonable, what you're saying is, I feel safe with the vaccine, and I also feel good that other people feel safe that I'm vaccinated, right? That's a reasonable response. A reasonable response for somebody who's not vaccinated is, I feel unsafe with the vaccine, and often I feel like if I ask my children to give it, I would be introducing something unsafe into their lives. Now, those are very pure motives. And so if, if it's two purely motivated people in love, you kind of have to work that out, mm-hmm. you know? And, and if grandma's saying, I feel unsafe, and their child is saying, but I don't want it, then 
you need to put mask on what maybe when you go see grandma or stay distant or or stay di- like you do other things you're trying to prefer her and love her without violating your own conscience as an example mm-hmm. right um if i feel like uh uh if you switch that back the other way mm-hmm. right uh, you're not holding things over somebody's head. You're finding a way to navigate around where what you feel and, and what you think in a loving way, and you prefer each other in those things. That I can, because people will say, "Well, if you if you prefer me, like the Bible tells you to, you would do what I want you to do." I'm like, or we would find a way to get to the outcome that you that you need to get to, right? Mm-hmm. So that doesn't mean. Uh, that there's only one option and I have to do exactly what you want me to do. I think where we have to be careful is when I'm threatening, when I'm withholding relationships, when I'm judging your character, when I'm lumping you into a group. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody who's not vaccinated is just a redneck. Mm-hmm. I'm like, um, no, not at all. Everybody who va- is vaccinated, they're just like a liberal who does what the government says. I'm like, no, not not remotely everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, don't get your arguments off the news and off of social media. Look somebody in the eye. I also, I think social media arguments are absolutely foolish and a complete waste of time and testimony. I would not have them. Yep. Um, and... And I think uh, uh, when um, I think when somebody asks you to do something, either do it or don't. But when you do it, do it without complaining. Mm-hmm. So I went to the my eye doctor the other day, and I walked in, and they had masks. They, they require masks. I'm like, oh, didn't know that. Went back to the truck, got a mask, put it on. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Whatever, you know, if a restaurant requires it, then like if you don't want to wear one, don't go there. Mm-hmm. But if they don't require it, don't don't be all judgy of everybody who goes there. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like we have to get out of this. And, and especially in Christian love and relationship, you know. Um, so I think it boils down to that. And, and it, if it's close in, if it's your sister, you try to find a way to to help her and love her that way. If they say you can't come over unless you're vaccinated and you have a conviction about not getting vaccinated, then you probably can't come over. Right. You know, and, and, and that's hard and painful. And then you have to ask, I had a friend uh, asked me recently, uh, they said, uh, my job just said, if I don't get vaccinated, I'm going to lose my job. What should I do? And I looked at them and I said, well, do you want to keep your job? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I'm like, well, then I guess you got to get vaccinated. Well, are they making me? I'm like, uh, if if you don't want, the, your job also says you got to be there at eight o'clock. Like, if you don't want to do that, then yeah, I guess your choice is you have to quit your job. Well, I want to keep it. What kind of, va- and I'm like, you should research the different types of vaccines, find out which one, but, but I'm like, it, it's it's boiling down to those things, mm-hmm. and um, I'm not going to live my life angry. I'm not going to live my life in an accusatory way. I'm not going to live my life paranoid, and um, I can push against something. But if if a 
if especially a private business says something, no shoes, no shirt. I mean, it's like, yeah, that's what I got to do. Now, if my government says something, I can approach that differently. There's candidates, there's elections, there's, mm-hmm. you know, but it, if McDonald's decides not to sell me a Big Mac unless I have shoes or shirts on to go in there, then I'm going to have to put one on. And if I don't like that, then I won't go to McDonald's, you know? And so, I, but I feel like we're, the divisive part of this is because we're, we're digging in, we're spiritualizing, over-spiritualizing something. And a lot of times we're not seeking Christian love and all that. Jeff, there's a couple of things that you mentioned. You, you, you mentioned when you're kind of pursuing getting more and more people vaccinated. A lot of times the, the phraseology will come up, well, I would feel safer if. Yeah. And the reverse can be true as well. I don't feel safe taking this relatively new vaccine. I'm nervous for what I'll do in the future. Both utilize that emotion of I, want, I don't want to be led down an unhealthy path. Mm-hmm. I want to be safe. And I think that that helps us make a lot of wise decisions in life. Uh, you don't, hopefully, don't drive down the highway at 100 miles per hour because that would be unsafe. So mm-hmm. it helps you make a wise decision in that case. But you and I would both know always wondering what's safe can also lead us down a pathway of fear um, and being kind of ruled by fear and can also lead us down a pathway of making safety an idol. Right. Um, And so how do we kind of stay off of that train, kind of regardless of what side we're on, so that we don't make, because I think that might be one of these reasons this topic is so divisive, is we've made a little bit of a uh, a version of an idol of this, that, man, my safety, my life is dependent upon my decision in this exact topic. Yeah. The, I, I think I think there's common sense safe stuff, like put your seatbelt on <laughs> stuff. I, I think then there, I really go back to verse 16 of Galatians 5. It, Paul says, so I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh, for the flesh desires was contrary to the Spirit, the Spirit was contrary to the flesh. They're in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you're led by the Spirit, you're not under the law. And, and so I think I think there's common sense stuff. You know, don't, uh, don't run a hair dryer in the bathtub. You know, put a seatbelt on. You know, uh, don't stick your hand under the lawnmower while it's running. You know, this stuff that we would think of a common sense. Then what's going to happen is walking by the Spirit, the question's going to be, where do I feel like God is leading me? And what is that going to require of me? Mm-hmm. Right. So I would say to my daughter, don't run through the inner city of Los Angeles or Philadelphia by yourself. But if my daughter said, Dad, I feel called to do ministry in inner city Philadelphia, I'm going to live there. Mm -hmm. I would say, okay. What's required of us then? If you feel led by the Spirit, Okay, we're going to have to learn to live in something that scares me. What other precautions can we put in, et cetera? Uh, you and I have b- both done this, Joe, because we uh, travel a lot together for mission stuff. So if you came up to me randomly and said, 
you need to inject things in your body so you don't get malaria and you don't get uh, yellow fever. I'd be like, I live in Ohio. What are you talking about? Right? That that would be silly of me. But I, f- I felt you have too. We felt led mm-hmm. by the spirit to go to Chad, Africa, where we can't even enter the country. So so now I'm going and getting those shots so that I like I I literally can never give blood again to the Red Cross <laughs> because I have so many of these things in me but I felt led to go to those places that was what was required of me if grandma's in a nursing home and you cannot see her without the vaccination and you feel led to be with her that's what's required of you. Well, the government shouldn't. I, okay, we can have a, that's a different conversation. That's not the point. The point is where's your heart and what do you want to do? And, and that's what's required of you to do that. So do we trust God to protect me if he's calling me? Yeah. Right? And, and so it, it becomes that kind of a thing. And I, and I think this is what I'm saying. Like it, it, we have to get it out of the vaccine conversation and get it into the led by the spirit conversation. It's what I was kind of saying to my friend. Uh, they're like, I'm going to lose my job. I'm like, do you feel like God has called you to that job? Yeah. Then you're going to have to get vaccinated. That's what's required of you. Mm-hmm. Right. I want to go on a cruise. Well, they're mandating X. Well, then don't go on a cruise. I, I mean, is well, I think that's wrong and that's freedom. I'm like, then vote about that. Then, then interact with our government about that, or complain to the cruise line about that. But don't spiritualize that. That's a. Well, I should be able to go on a cruise if I want to. I didn't say I didn't agree with you, but that's not something that God is either in or not in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. I hear one of the fun things that you're saying without saying it is that God is bigger than getting the vaccine or not getting the vaccine, Um, that he's got much bigger plans on top of that, and he can help us wisely navigate how to love people, how to love your neighbor, kind of regardless of where he's led you in that decision. Um, And so I was even thinking about, you know, what are some of the best ways that we can build relationships with folks that don't know Jesus yet? A lot of times it's finding something in common. Right, And so maybe, this is going to blow some people's mind, maybe he's leading some of us not to get the vaccine because he wants you to be able to resonate with others that don't want to get the vaccine. And maybe he's leading some of us to get the vaccine because he wants you to resonate with people that have also gotten the vaccine. I would much rather have that conversation than you're stupid and ignorant if you don't do this or you're weak and liberal if you do. <laughs> uh, because to me, that's a Christian conversation. Right. And, and I'm like, uh, uh, you using um, whether or not I have the vaccine as a litmus test of whether you trust me or love me. I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's what we're that's what we're doing now. What if I pulled out a health litmus test and held you to it? Mm-hmm. Right. What's your cholesterol? I don't talk to anybody with cholesterol over 200. Are you pre-diabetic? Are you, and I could go on and on and on and on. Very, very, very common things. I'm like, wait, what are we doing here? Right? And, and I, and I, the, the, 
it affects other people card. I'm like, that is not fair because if I held you to that, mm-hmm. see, all I, all I have to do is flip the logic on you and you're going to be hurt and offended. And I, and I would look and say, that's why we don't do that to each other. Right. Those are what extremists who scream at each other and accomplish nothing do. Christ followers who don't go the way of culture, we're, we're not compromising. We're relationally interacting like yep. godly, mature people. Um, I, I talk to friends that I disagree with, and they talk to me in love, and they've changed my mind. Or they've helped me to think of something I've never thought of before. Uh, and and I'll talk to other people, and I'll do the same thing. Because I love you. You love me. We're talking. We're not being defensive. We're trying to hear what you're saying. Right? And so the, as a Christ follower, that's where we have to be. If you're being upset by some people on social media, quit watching, quit reading social media. If we're talking about your mom or your dad, then you really need to draw close to them, right? And if you're talking about opinion polls, oh my goodness, just <laughs> turn it off and walk away because you you can find them both directions if you manipulate it correctly. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, what you said just threw me off there for a second, and I'm really good at rabbit trails, so in my <laughs> mind I went down a whole different path, but. Um, I, I think that that's so important is if we're being drawn away from, you know, some of those essence things that Jesus prays for, Jesus admonishes us to be known for unity and love, and you feel like one of these positions is drawing you away from exuding that, then stop uh, giving yourself to that course of media and that conversation because it's changing us yeah. and it's altering how we interact with each other. And that kind of is at the heart of our listeners question is how can I be peaceful? How can I love people and be side by side with them? And I would probably sum some of this up in just saying, look for other ways to love them. If you're someone that's vaccinated and you're around people that aren't, just figure out a way to be distant from them uh, and figure out another way to love them as opposed to accusing. And then vice versa, just because you don't think people should have to be vaccinated and you think blah, 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 that doesn't mean you have to shove that down people's throats. You too can live in a peaceful way and love others in a, in a really um, succinct and meaningful fashion. Um, so thank you for submitting these questions. If you have questions that you'd like to be addressed here on Mixed Messages, you can always do that on our website at bath.gracechurches.org slash mixed messages. Uh, and we would love to add that to the list and have these dialogues. These are the conversations that are hard for us sometimes to navigate on our own, and we want to do that for you and for each other. Um, if we can help you take any unique next steps in your journey with Christ, reach out. We'd love to know that. And if you want to hear more of what you're hearing here, make sure you subscribe, follow us, or go to the uh, podcast page and rate and review. Uh, We'd love to see how God is using this in your life. If you're in the area, we'd love to have you join us on the weekend. If you don't have a church home yet, you can always do that in person. Or if you're out of the area and are exploring, uh, you can always join us online as well. Well, we're glad that you could jump in with us today as we continue to seek God's voice through all the mixed messages around us. Catch you next time.